0: CalCast is delivered by FedEx. FedEx offers the tools to start a small business and thanks to their global e-commerce network, they can deliver them too. FedEx has been helping e-commerce for years with networks built over 40 years and delivers to over 220 countries and territories. Visit FedEx.com slash the journey to learn more. From where it's sourced to where it's used, FedEx helps deliver global e-commerce. Again, visit FedEx.com slash thejourney. Hello, folks. Coach Cal with the CalCast. And today's guests. I have two guests. Malik Monk, De'Aaron Fox. Yes, or backcourt. Malik Monk, Aaron Fox. And I'm going to talk to both. We're going to have a little fun. And... I want you to get to know these guys a little bit better because both of them, great kids, great competitors, uh, special talents. Uh, They're different, different people from different areas, uh, different backgrounds, but uh, I think you'll have fun learning about both. All right, so Malik Monk, um, I saw you as a ninth grader and I could not believe when I watched uh, athleticism, ability to score baskets. Um, I'm trying to think where it was that I saw you. Um, you were playing for, I believe, the Arkansas Wings at the time.
1: That, uh, was yeah, it, probably. Yeah, that's that was my A team. So I think you, I think you see me in Florida when you came to see. That's Ka- uh, Ka- right.
0: That's right. I would. You're exactly <laughs> right. Scow was on that team. That's right. Uh-huh. That's right. Yeah. Um, let's talk about, and and I want to hear from you um, because you know the thing that I love about you. You are absolutely proud of where you come from, how you grew up, uh, the people in your community. Uh, why don't you talk a little bit about the the rural area, uh, northeast Arkansas, uh, that's referred to as the as the woods, the woods,
1: <laughs> the woods. Uh, it's LePanto, Arkansas, but uh, I mean it's a small small town. Everybody knows each other. Everybody gets along well, but. The part I live in is the woods, which is like most most of the most of the black people or the black people live at. And most of mostly all of us are kin to each other. So we all get along well, all have fun and everybody just likes family.
0: Does everybody kinda like your mom not only look after you, was she looking after everybody else and that the other moms were doing the same?
1: uh uh-huh. If anybody needed <laughs> needed some food or something, they can come to my house and get it, or if I need some food I can go to somebody else's house and get it.
0: Would uh, would somebody else's mom hit you upside the head?
1: Yeah, they would for sure.
0: <laughs> I mean, if they saw you doing something, they would just say, Malik, get over here.
1: Yep, yeah, it's gonna happen.
0: <laughs> you uh, do you still have friends that you've stayed in touch with that you grew up with there?
1: Yeah, I talk to, I talk to most of my friends almost every day. I try to so, I try to I try to stay in touch with everybody.
0: You know, it it was funny when I met with you. You're in that situation. My mom used to always talk about dream beyond your surroundings. You've done that. It's How, it. from where you've come, did you have these aspirations of being an NBA player, to being special? Did anybody instill that, or, you know, what made you think that, like, I can do
1: this? Uh, actually, my my brother did. Uh, I always wanted to be like my brother when I was growing up, but my ninth grade year, when he got back from overseas, Playing uh, basketball, he told me uh, I could be special. And from that from that day on, I thought I was going to make it to the NBA.
0: You know, um, I got to talk about Miss Jackie. Um, strong woman. I'll say yeah, that again. Yeah, strong <laughs> yeah, woman. Takes no prisoners. Will not mess around. Will tell you the truth. Will cuss you if she has to, to make a point. Um, you know... You know, she was so honest with me about you when we were through the recruiting process. I mean, you know, how how tough was she on you growing up? Give me some examples of, I imagine, you know, you being out or being around, she would make sure, to you know, just talk about how she, you were, um, you know, how your mother was with you in those early stages.
1: Yeah, it was, it was, it was crazy. Uh, so <laughs> we have a street light that, that comes on and, like, Soon, it, soon as soon as the sun goes down, the street light it come on, and if I'm not if I'm not in the house by the streetlight, I'm not I'm not playing, <laughs> I'm not playing in the sport I used to play. I used to play baseball, football, or and basketball. So whatever season it was, <laughs> I was not playing the next game if I if I ain't making it in by the by the uh, the streetlight.
0: And when when Marcus was gone, was it just you and her?
1: Yeah, it was just me and her.
0: Wow, how was she? Because I know how tough she was on you academically. Because I lived that with you. Tell me, uh, like sports, you know, she'll go and scream and watch and all that. How was she when she, you know, did she try to coach you at all? I mean,
1: yeah, she she really didn't try to coach me. She was just always supportive. She she'd go to every game, but my brother she'd tell my brother what happened and stuff. Then he'd just try to help me. But she wasn't really trying to coach me. But unless I'm not playing some defense or rebound, that's that's her favorite saying. <laughs> Rebar. Well, I I can hear yeah. I can hear in the yeah. stairs.
0: <laughs> you know, you and Marcus, he's older than you. You have a great relationship. Um, you know, and and he's your brother, but he he's been tough on you. I mean, he's tried to hold you accountable and and at the end of the day, I think as you go through this, um you're going to look 5 years from now and as much as you love your mom and your brother, you're going to say I didn't realize the impact they had on me staying on this line mm-hmm. where I'm going. I mean, and I'm talking to you as someone who loves you. I'm just telling you it's normal because yeah, right now they're on you and sometimes you get mad. And, but, you know, he was a star athlete. Is that what, like you said earlier, is that what drove you? And, and, and when he talked to you about because he's the one that worked you out. Isn't that right?
1: Yeah, he, he always used to work me out. That's what I used to work out with. I still do to, t- to this day. So, I mean, I always wanted to be like him. And uh, everybody, everybody used to say, "Ah, uh, oh, you like your brother? You try to be like your brother?" So I got tired of hearing that, and I just wanted to be better than.
0: him. Well, you're, you know, the the athleticism you could see, and it's funny because I remember what he said to you after your forty seven point outburst. Uh, against North Carolina. I'm going to hit you in that in a minute. What kind of zone were you in, though, before we go into what your brother said to you after the game? What kind of z- – were you just, like, locked down, couldn't hear anything, and if I had a shot or if I thought I could get off one, I'm shooting it?
1: Yeah, it was – it was it was straight <laughs> It stinks. Uh, couldn't hear anything. The crowd – the crowd was silent. <laughs> I, I was just in my zone. If, if I was open, I was shooting it. If not, I was giving somebody a shot.
0: You know, it's funny, that that's, that's that zone that they talk about to where I had more calls from NBA friends and players that said it was an easy 47. Like, And and to be honest, you were making shots where I'm looking at the bench saying, are you watching this? Because I was enjoying it as much as every fan. <laughs> but what did your brother say to you after the game?
1: No, he said, good game, uh, keep working, and... As and then point, and, well after said. that
0: game he said you didn't have a single rebound. Yeah, that's had, what I
1: remember. Yeah, that's what I was he said saying. you scored 47 but you didn't have a rebound. My mama my mama actually my mama said that first, then he, he he came back and repeated. All
0: right, let let me let me say this. You know, you you wrote an unbelievable article in the in the player's journal. I mean, <laughs> where you talked about the recruiting and and how we kind of did it different. Um why don't you talk about, you know, I can still remember coming into home. I think we came the wrong day one time.
1: Yeah, it was. And, and we had.
0: Uh, you came the wrong day. You had another coach in there. And we're walking <laughs> in. I'm like, there's somebody in there. I told Kenny Payton, there's somebody in there. And we came the wrong day. And I look at Kenny and say, don't tell me you dragged me down. to." Did we end up meeting that day? or did yeah, we? Yeah, as
1: soon as y'all came in, we met. Uh, the, the other cousins left, and we, and we had dinner. Oh,
0: that's right. That is right. So tell why don't you tell the folks about we don't want to give up too many trade secrets, but you gave up a lot in that article. But you know what you you talked about that made us you know where you walked in and and weren't sure what you were going to get, but this was how we approached it.
1: Mm -hmm. Uh, It was really just me uh, wanting to be different because a lot of players would do like a video or just like an Instagram post or something. And uh, me and my brother was thinking about doing something different. And he just told me an article or, or like a letter would be fine. Then we had a couple of thoughts, put the letter together, and sent it to the players' room and they, and they put it out. So,
0: well, it 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 was touching. It was touching. And and talk about us when we walked in to recruit you because you put it in that article. Uh-huh. Um, can, you can talk a little bit about when we walked in the home and and uh, what we talked about, which kind of moved you.
1: I was really just, as soon as y'all got there, y'all was honest from the beginning. Told me, told me the things I didn't want to hear instead of the things I wanted to hear. And everything else was just straightforward. Y'all, y'all didn't lie about, <laughs> I'm going to have to work. Or if I didn't play defense, I'm not getting in the game. And everything like that. So you didn't lie to me.
0: So the decision at the end of the day to come to Kentucky uh wasn't your mom's Uh -uh. wasn't your brother's Uh -uh. it was like you so when everybody how'd you feel when everybody got on marcus like you know you should have made him go or you should have done this i mean did that drive you this year to have the kind of year you had to you know tell tell me how it made you feel because i know you had to sit there and and see marcus get hit over the head for stuff that you know not fair
1: yeah it was crazy uh i was I was, I was getting texts. My mom was getting texts. Everybody in my family was getting texts. But my brother took most of it. And uh, just, yeah, I wanted, to, I wanted to have a great year and just show everybody that me going away from Arkansas could be beneficial too. So And you put me in that situation. I had a great year. So just thankful for it.
0: Let's take a break to talk about Blue Apron. Fresh, high-quality ingredients make a real difference. So it's important to know where your food comes from. With Blue Apron's freshness guarantee, you can be sure that every ingredient in your delivery will arrive ready to cook or they'll make it right. It's no wonder they are the number one fresh ingredient and recipe delivery service in the country. Some of the meals available in April include spinach and fresh mozzarella pizza with olives, bell peppers, and ricotta salada. Sweet and sour salmon with bok choy, carrot, and ginger-fried rice. Sounds good. And pan-crusted chicken with creamy fettuccine and roasted broccoli. Mmm, that sounds good, too. Check out this week's menu and get your first three meals free with free shipping by going to blueapron.com coach. You will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home-cooked meals with Blue Apron. Ellen's doing it, so don't wait. That's BlueApron.com slash coach. Blue Apron, a better way to cook. You handled stuff uh, and grew and matured throughout the year incredibly. I mean, you know, uh, you fought along the way, which every player does. But the ab- ability to play efficient basketball, you only took 15 shots a game. Yes, sir. You were taking 40 a game in high school. <laughs> Forty, and you still the the way you scored, and I can remember the shot against Georgia in the corner. I can remember big baskets that separated games, and 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 you remember me telling you if you go two or three minutes and you're not shooting, come over and say something to me because I'm fair. watching the game. I'm not watching you. Uh, and then I said to you, look, you got to defend and rebound, mm-hmm. and if you're not coming up with balls. What do you want me to do? Do you remember what
1: you told me? Yeah, I said take me out. <laughs> if I ain't doing, what yeah, you're you
0: said sit me. If I'm not doing what you want me to do, sit me out. I looked at I said really? Yeah. If I'm not doing what you want me to do, what you need to, me to do in the team, you sit me out. Mm-hmm. Um, what did you learn? I, and I'm going to tell you this. Devin Booker played a lot like you played. Less minutes, less shots, and he told me if you let me shoot like Malik, I'd average. <laughs> So, but here's what I'm seeing in him now, Um, and this is going to happen to you, I'm convinced. They're putting him in a lot of pick and rolls. Oh, yes, sir. The league league is not a point guard, wing guard, shooting guard. It isn't. It's Uh guards. It's guards. It's guards. So, you may be out there with one, are you ready for this, or two other guards similar to you. Mm Mm-hmm. But you'll be in more pick and rolls, you'll be more playmaking. He made some plays when I watched him in Phoenix. Yeah. That he looked over at me to basically say, you know, I could have done this if you let me do this. <laughs> and they were they were plays and pick and rolls. I mean, how are you feeling, you know, your preparation um going in to this draft and going into the league?
1: Oh yeah, I feel I feel very comfortable. I'm 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 comfortable with the ball, without the ball. So I mean, I'm just like you said, it's guards, not not no point guard or two guard. It's all guards, and I can do both. So I'm super confident.
0: What about defensively? Yeah, I'm
1: I'm, I'm super confident. Wait a too. minute,
0: you now wait a minute. You didn't guard anybody in high school. Yeah, I watched uh, you all yeah. through high. You didn't guard anybody. Coach was playing a zone to hide you. Yeah. So right. tell me now, <laughs> defensively. I mean, you're walking into this league. If they put you in a pick and roll, or they run you off baseline screens, or they get you in like some sort of pin down, are you comfortable? Like, okay, I'm ready for
1: this. Yeah, I'm. I'm super confident. comfortable, confident. Uh, I had to guard Fox. I had to guard Briscoe. I had to guard Homie, I had to guard Mike. So, uh, so I didn't guard. I mean, I guarded some pretty good players off the screens, off ball screens, and off catch and shoot. So, I think I'm pretty confident in practice every day. And, you know, your mom and I
0: and your brother are going to be yelling rebound when we watch you in these NBA games. That's all we're going to do. Rebound! We're going to be <laughs> screaming rebound. Um, talk about De'Aaron Fox. I mean, you two played off of each other so well. We played UCLA, and I walked in, and I said, are you watching this game? And you all said, what are you talking about? I said, we're playing through De'Aaron Fox this half. And the first guy to jump out and say, let's do it, and smiled was you. You yeah. do it. <laughs> Let him do it. So tell me, you know, you and De'Aaron and, you know, what you learned from him and what you like about him.
1: Uh, I learned a lot uh, because we've been together every day uh, since the season starts, since summer actually, because he's my my roommate. So he's a great player. (laughs) Get to the lane whenever. Always wants to win. So me having that, he he can play with the ball without the ball. And I can play with the ball without the ball. And I think we're great players and not selfish. So that's how we got along so well. Uh, how about how about Bam? Bam, Bam's a competitor. Always wants to win. He's—I think he's scared of the ball though, because he never called for it. For
0: yeah, the, he uh, never. <laughs> we're over there Yell for the ball, my man. Force these guys to throw it. I think. I think when people have him in for workouts, do you agree with this? Yeah, gonna I'll, say, well, I'll, I'll say that I didn't to my know. Brother. They have no idea, right? They have no idea at all. <laughs> and, and he's good with the ball. With the I mean, ball, he's too. Like, yeah. And so, and here's the other one. And and I've been I've been a little bit ticked off because you have people that know nothing about basketball saying, "Well, Isaiah Briscoe, this and and you and I know the competitor that this
2: kid is. Yes, yeah, you and I know
0: <laughs> physically." He could go in that league right now and physically hold his own. Yeah, he can do that. You know what I'm court. saying? Yeah, he can. Oh, And, I don't know and what about what about, def- yeah, well, what about defensively? What about rebounding the ball? He probably what the, about the punching-
1: best defender ever <laughs> out of his face. How about
0: punching somebody in the face?
1: Yeah, I the mean, come on, man.
0: Yeah, if a fight breaks out, does he run to the back of the line? No, nah, he's
1: going to the very front.
0: Yeah, he's the first one to hit somebody. Like, look, you're not doing – I mean, I just don't get – but again, it's people that have never played that are ranking this and doing that. I'm saying it again. His his three-point shooting and free-throw shooting doubled from a year ago. Yeah, now, really. he's just got to stay on that path. And because the other things, and again, the league is going to a guy like Isaiah. Just a guard. You're a guard uh-huh. who can get in the lane. He just got to shoot it better. Mm-hmm. But you're a guard. You know, and and yeah, that's what. So it just drives you know drives me crazy. I'm uh, I'm happy for Dom and Derek. Um, you know those kids and and what's happened for them. And why don't you do this to talk the fans here? Because you, when I first came, I didn't get it. And when I was here, I'm like, holy cow! What what about these fans? What what does it mean to you? How about your first signing? You went to the. Look, our players, when they've declared (laughs) and they're going in the draft, they go sign autographs. So someone sent me a video of Malik's first signing. It looked like a 1,000 people on the line, and it went around a building. Like, I don't know where you were signing. I was at the mall. It was was like – so talk about these fans.
1: Yeah, um, I mean, like like you said, the signing, most most of the fans don't get to go to the games because it's really season tickets. And me just going there to sign is is giving back to them because they they've been great all season, and we wouldn't we wouldn't have made it that far if we didn't have the fans because they crazy, <laughs> supportive, always with you and just <laughs> the best fans ever.
0: Well, I'm gonna finish up with this, you know, and and look, you and I, I could talk to you, you know, I've said it to your face what I how I feel about you. You know, I love you. I'm going to fight for you. I'm going to be there for you because you fought for this program and you sacrificed and shared for this program. You could have gone somewhere and took 30 shots a game and you didn't, but you know what? You helped yourself along the way playing that way. You're a better defender. You're a better rebounder. I'm going to tell you, you're a more round, well-rounded person. You're more conscientious. Um, All the stuff, the growth that your mother talked to me about that she wanted to see. I hope she looks at me and says, You did what you said you were gonna do. But let's talk this. This draft, I mean, tell me the kind of team that you want to draft you.
1: A team just to let me do what I do. <laughs> I mean, that, that's really just simple as that. A team that let me let me make play.
0: Well, you here's the issue. You're you're so talented and so skilled. You're probably gonna go to a team that doesn't Hasn't won a whole lot. Okay. And you're going to You and I'm telling you, you can't feel the weight of the world. John Wall did it. Other guys did it where you're walking in and, and a team is struggling. And there are teams that are calling me that absolutely love you. And, and the reason is that you can get your own shot. You can make your own play. And I'm telling you, I'm watching the league. There's not a whole lot of guys running plays. Uh, They're not. They're spacing the court. They're wide. They're playing with an open court like we have played here and you have played. Yes, sir. You know, you, you go. You stay who you are. You stay grounded. You make sure you're taking care of family, which I know the first thing you're going to do is mom is taking care of. For sure. Uh, it was great. You know what I forgot to talk to you about? we got to do this real quick. How was the L.A.? How did you feel about getting the shooting guard, the Jerry West? Oh, yeah. The Jerry West. How about
1: that trophy? Yeah, that was oh it was a gosh. nice trophy. It was super nice. But I uh, mean it's not a trophy, it's a it's a sculpted It's like it's like uh two feet, three feet tall. <laughs> but uh I mean it's crazy. I mean, I was a, the first the first one ever in Kentucky history, I think. That's what they said. So that's that's a big uh humongous accomplishment to have that uh, award and being the best shooting guard. In the in the world or in the country, show that my talents and my hard work worked worked out this year.
0: How how was it with mom and, and 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 Marcus? They were there. Kenny and I came in a little bit late because we somebody told us the start time. I'm not gonna tell you <laughs> the start time it
1: was a certain uh, it was, time. It was great having my, having my family out there with me. We all we all bonded. We was all together like almost every day. So we we had some family time. Other than that, uh, the people was great. Everybody greeted us like the the basketball.
0: How about Jerry West? What did Jerry West say to you? What was every, his
1: every, He was, he was talking crazy. He, he he speaks his mind every like every other word was a cuss word.
0: Oh. <laughs> oh. Hey, let me say this. If you talk to him, he'll tell you what a great defender he was. And he was. Blocking shots. He, if you looked at him how long his arms were. He yeah, was big. Be to be a, a, a guard back then and be that size is craziness.
1: Crazy, but craziness. He, he his mind
0: <laughs> oh yeah, he will he will do that, no question. Um well listen, you uh you go do your thing. Um, proud of what you're doing, proud of what you've done on this campus, how you handled yourself. Um, you know, you finished doing what you're doing academically. You know you got a lifetime scholarship here. You can always come back in. I know you're not you're like saying Man, Cal, I'm going to do so well. I'm not going mean, to. Listen to me. At some point, you're going to have kids, and you're going to want to chip away at that, and you're going to look at that and say, you know, I'm close enough. I can do this, and I'm going to. We're always going to be here for, for you, fair. Malik. Thank you, and you go about your business and make us okay. all proud. That's Malik Monk. Malik Monk. As talented players like De'Aaron Fox and Malik Monk prepare for the NBA draft, teams are working day and night to identify the best players they can add to help their team outperform their competition. Imagine if those teams had a service like Zip Recruiter at their disposal, like you, when hiring for your business. ZipRecruiter's amazing interface makes it easy to find candidates in any city or industry nationwide. Just post once and watch your qualified candidates roll into ZipRecruiter's easy-to-use interface. With a single click, you can post your job to 200-plus job sites, including social media networks, Facebook and Twitter. Then quickly screen candidates, rate them, and hire the right person fast. You can add multiple people to your account, And if you have any questions, ZipRecruiter's friendly and human support team is ready to help. And now, my listeners can post jobs on ZipRecruiter for free by going to ZipRecruiter.com slash CoachCal. Find out why ZipRecruiter has been featured on Forbes, Wall Street Journal, Time Magazine, The New York Times, TechCrunch, CBS, and why it's been used by more than a million businesses. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash CoachCal. One more time, try it for free. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Well, it didn't take long for Papa John's Papa Slam promotion to get in the swing of things. On opening day, Jock Peterson hit a grand slam for the Dodgers. So the next day, everyone got 40% off the regular menu price on their pizza by entering the code PAPASLAM at PapaJohns.com or the Papa John's mobile app. And here's the amazing thing Papa John's is running this promotion all season long. It doesn't matter what day or what team the player's on. If a major leaguer hits a grand slam, it's a Papa Slam. You get 40% off the regular menu price of any pizza the next day. Again, just enter code Papa Slam on Papa John's mobile app or at papajohn's.com. Here's another amazing limited time offer to celebrate the start of the Major League Baseball season. Papa John's double play deal. Two two two-topping medium pizzas for just $6.99 each. And don't forget my special promo code, CoachCal, which gives you 25% off the regular menu price on everything, including my favorite, the pan pizza, every day of the week. Again, all these great deals are available at PapaJohns.com or on your mobile device via the Papa John's app. Better ingredients, better pizza, Papa John's. The had a great year. Um, On and off the court is is a gem of a person, but we're going to talk more about that. And I've got him here. Quentin's here, your dad's here, mom's not here, but we know she was the best shooter of the bunch of all of you I uh, wish you shot like your mom that shot. might be We'd true been, yeah, might, <laughs> yeah it might be what are you talking about she shot 93 percent as a college player i mean um, she only
2: took like 100 so
0: yeah well yes yeah well make 92 <laughs> out of 100 go ahead you do that you can't do that standing
2: under the basket
0: um you knew coming here that you were gonna have to
2: share would you say Definitely. I mean, I wanted to share in high school, but when, when I was sharing it, they, they were giving it back. <laughs>
0: yeah, your high school team, you know, love Coach O, um, but your high school team, you had all your, the best player. The other other than you was a ninth grader. Yeah, still he was still 14 years old. And, and how about playing with Malik? Knowing as many times as you shot in high school, he shot more, more. <laughs> much more. And how why were you comfortable? Did you get to know him anywhere? I mean what how did that play out?
2: I mean, me and Malik met each other about freshman year. He actually said we played each other in middle school. I don't remember, but he says he wasn't good, so we both we both knew each, each other uh, shot the ball a lot, but we were fine with that and we wanted to play with great players. So uh, once I came here, uh, he committed a few days after that, and it was like, man, like this could be something special. And um, I mean we started talking almost about every day. Uh, we decided to be roommates. And, uh, I mean, it, it just grew from there. And everyone saw, you know, uh, big moments when Malik when Malik would do something, you would see me. Uh, when I had my performance, Malik was the happiest person for me besides my family. He was probably happier for him, actually. And, uh, yeah, yeah, I came in halftime. Like, I feel like I already took, like, 20 shots. And, man, and when I say every player on this team was like, you do you. You know, we're, we're following what, you. What you, did you I know, say so at like, halftime? Are you, you guys you.
0: watching this game? That's what, and then what did I say?
2: He's like, we're going to play through the in the rest of the game. If, if you got a problem with it, sit down. <laughs> That's what I
0: said. But, you know, they all shook their head and smiled because they, they're all comfortable in their skin, and, and, and you know that. And they're a bunch of good-hearted guys um, that were about each other. It took us time. You know that. It, it took us time to figure out and what we had to do defensively, that we needed to learn how to grind it out. Uh, all that stuff and 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 that's why by the end of the year you know I felt we were the best team. I felt we had the best players and we were the best team. Yeah, you're not and, the only one. And you know it's you know look you look at Oregon had a great year. You look at Carolina had a great year. You look at uh, Gonzaga and even South Carolina. I mean I'm so happy for South Carolina and Frank and those kids. And 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 I would imagine you know what happened after, and I, I later watched your response. People don't understand when you come together as a team how much winning and achieving success together means to a group like you guys. I mean, you know, I saw you and Bam. It was it was hard for me to watch it because I felt that same pain and it brought back pangs of, oh, my gosh. Um, but that was hard. I mean, how... As a team, I mean, have, do you think guys have gotten over it, or they're still thinking about it?
2: Uh, well, I can't talk. I can't speak for somebody else, but I, I still haven't gotten over it. I'm uh, probably like you. I, I haven't. I didn't watch a single second of the final four. I didn't watch a single second of the championship game just because I feel like that should have been us. But
0: you achieved. You were a freshman. You scored fifty points in a high school game. What? A, a freshman playing high school against like eighteen year olds. Um, you dunked as an eighth grader. And 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 all this stuff happens, yet you say, I'm not here just to show who I am. I'm going to go to Kentucky to become the best version of myself. You worked and you wanted to get better. Where where did you get that? I mean, where where you, you know? I know your dad never told you, never got on you. I know that. He's sitting in this room with
2: you. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, he's probably the key contributor to that. Um, I actually scored 50 again my my junior year, and he was like, you could have had 60. He so it was um it was just a few things coming from my family, most part. And uh, my coach always asked me to do more. And, I mean, even to myself, I saw that I could do more than that. Uh, you know, I miss a layup here or there, I miss a free throw here or there. But I really learned to be a leader. I got a lot more vocal. In high school, I, I, I didn't really say anything. I I tried to just lead by example. But, you know, you can't always only lead by example. And coming here, you know, I saw the leaders. I saw uh, Isaiah and uh, the different type of leadership that Don brought. And, you know, I just wanted all of that to rub off on me and just to, you know, try to be a vocal leader but also lead by example
0: you you and your brother you know were very close in this process um your brother kind of just watching over at a distance making sure um he's five years older than you how did you guys get so close
2: with that age difference um well when uh like you say he's five years older but when he would go outside and play with his friends they were asking me to come play too. So I played football with his friends. I played basketball with his friends. I've always played with people older than me. So we just grew closer. And, you know, some people have that annoying little brother. Like if, if you're about to go out, your little brother's like, Oh, can I come too? That wasn't me, but I was getting invited to come. So I was like, yeah, sure. So uh, we, that's how we grew closer. You know, he wanted me to be around and I wanted to be around him. You know, this, this NBA thing you're about to step into, um,
0: you're going to be a high draft pick, which means more likely you're going to be on a team that's not in the playoffs. I don't want to say a bad team, but a team that's not in the playoffs. What you'll find out is that, in, and you'll tell your family, the 13th man on this team can really play. And your team's not a playoff team. What? Oh, yeah. Um, you and I talked the other night, and I went and watched Devin Booker and Tyler Eulis, And I said to you, I hope the one thing you learned here is fight. fight. I watched those two go against the Clippers and have a chip on their shoulders and fight. I saw Devin go against JJ and I saw uh, Tyler and they went nose to nose and talked junk and he fought. If you learn to fight, um, get in that gym and know you're going to have to master your craft. But that fight, you're walking into a man's world. How, why do you feel comfortable walking in there?
2: I mean, coming here made me, that, that's, what, that's honestly what, that's why I feel so comfortable, you know, uh, seeing the players that you've had and the way that they learned and, got, and went through the process of the year. You know, um, you know, we talk about it with the guys, like how tough, how tough this year really was. You know, the practices were tough. Uh, we went at each other for two and a half to three hours every practice. And, 2.15. You know, if that's what we want to say. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all right, first of all, I'm stopping you and then I want you to finish that thought. Folks. <laughs> Every time we started practice, He's I would show him the my ones. watch and say, Darren, what time is it? And he'd say the time. And then when I was done, I'd say, what time is it? And they're like, your watch is slow. <laughs> That's the watch. Go ahead. How about the the games we had to play? Every game we play is like, oh, are man. you like crazy? Are you like looking like every game is like, we can't take a game off.
2: You no, know, I mean, I love our home games, but the road games, every road game we went to, we sold. it sold out. One distinctive role game I remember is at Georgia, and they turned the lights off while we were warming up and the only the only light was on the goal, and we're like looking at each other like is this is this legal? Can you do that?" But I'm like, and i I highly doubt that they did that every game. so you know, just knowing that, you know our role games are extremely tough, and we got team's best shots, and you know sometimes we get we took shot we took hits in the mouth, but uh, I think we responded more often than not
0: were there any any wins that you took great satisfaction in?
2: Um, if I could pick out one win, that's tough. I mean, we had a lot of them, yeah. You have Uh, to think back, yeah. It would probably be the first North Carolina win, just because you know, it was that was a heck of a game. You know, you got
0: overshadowed that game because I watched the tape. Oh my gosh, (laughs) I watched the tape of the game before we played them, and I'm like, that's when I said, you know what, they can't guard him, and Malik's were just, like, bombs. Yeah, he was that, throwing was, that bombs. was ridiculous. So I mean, the, and, and th- some of them were really bad shots. And they went in. Like, <laughs> they went in. Um, but, I, yeah, that game out there, that was a pretty exciting game, huh?
2: Yeah, definitely. And uh, that was probably the loudest game that, you know, I think we played in this year. And uh, being on that stage, a neutral site for – it wasn't the first time, but playing a team like that for the first time.
0: Did you like the Bahamas trip, having a team come together, go to the Atlantis, practice, hang out, jump in the pools, do – did you think that brought us together?
2: Oh, uh, I definitely do. Um, you know, people saw it, um we actually did the little mismatched shoes that game and um I think it was just fun for us. That 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 uh that trip, I think we were there for 4 days. And uh we we really grew together, you know, we were always together. I mean, when we were here we we're always together, but there, you know, we were just having a lot more fun going to the the little uh water park and I think we grew together as a family for the most part um on that trip than even if we didn't win that game. Yeah, I
0: thought I thought we we came together and it's a great way of uh letting the guys get away and just be together and get to know one another because the season's long and hard I'll tell you that. Let me let me throw this at you. Um um you've become a fan favorite. Um what do you think now the the big blue nation cuts both ways now. <laughs> you know, people don't they you guys haven't felt anything. Maybe a little. They said you didn't care because you weren't emotional about this, that, and the other. But what about having them? Because they're going to be behind you the rest of your career. Like, no, no, you'll go, you'll go play somewhere in the NBA, and there'll be 15 Kentucky people in jerseys wanting your autograph before, or after the game, and you're like, "This is like, <laughs> what? Where did you come from?" And you'll be like, "We're in Portland. How, what, what did you think of these fans?"
2: Um, I kind of knew how it was, but I didn't knew, I didn't know that it was going to be like this uh, um, It's different you know it's just a sa- it gives me a, a special satisfaction you know knowing that people will always root for me and even if sometimes you know you're going to have your ups and downs, but you know even when when even when you're down you know it's those real fans that really love you and you know want the best for you and um, for me that just it makes me feel great that I was able to touch that many people just, well, from, just honestly, just from the game of basketball
0: right and the, and, the, and you're right, they will be with you um and watching your career they uh the they they get into this and it's as much you have people that feel like you're their brother or you're their son or you're their grandson that's how they take you in as a family here let me let me ask you one other thing you know the one thing is guys don't get to go to other programs to see how they're they're run but we really you like we're in my house right now and how many times have you been here 20 a lot more than 20 (laughs) yeah and and um we made this a family because i'm going to tell you d fox nba no boys allowed and it is you try to be together and all this but these are grown men having families and all this i wanted you guys to feel one last time that look man we're for you this is family this is because again you got 13 guys from 13 different places uh um, how, how do you feel like leaving here? Do you know this is always going to be home for you?
2: Um, definitely, definitely. Uh, like you said, you know, we want people to, you know, tell us the truth, not always, you know, sugarcoat things and tell us what we want to hear. And I, I want to hear the truth. You know, I always, you know, that's what, that's what your family does. You know, my dad always told me what I needed to hear. My mom and my brother always told me what I needed to hear. And honestly, that's what makes, that's what makes me love someone even more knowing that they're going to tell me what I need to hear because they want they want the best for me. They probably want better for me than I want for myself. And um, coming here, that's that's really what I saw. You know, Coach Payne, uh, JJ, Coach Barbie, you.
0: This isn't for everybody. If you want to come in and shoot forty balls a game, you're not that's coming here. But you're gonna get. You're gonna be the best version of yourself. And I really believe at this stage, you're still bucking up against that. And the best is, I can't even begin to tell where you're gonna be with this as you. Tie-in, free-throw shooting, three-point shooting, being able to pull up. Physically, you're going to get stronger. Fighting pick and rolls, your length, you can pick up 94 feet. It's scary how good you can be. But in that home, we undersell, and I told you how hard it was going to be. You know, And, and I appreciate your family. And uh, at one point, your brother said to me, Cal, jump his butt. He's taking it. From my dad, from his coach, he can take it. Go. We want him to be even better than he is. And that's what I'm hearing from family. Can you imagine? Not like, you not let him shoot it every time. He let it. They and didn't. I, now, now, they, I was getting the, I laugh. I walk out some of the time saying, look, back up a little bit. This kid's learning. He's getting better.
2: Now nah, you'll never hear that from my family. No, my, no, My no. family would tell you to even bitch mom, me before Even mom? Anything. Mom tough? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not as, not like. Not how my dad and my brother are, but she's still tough. <laughs> you know, the,
0: the thing you have to understand, too, the NBA is changing right before our eyes. It's just there's no twin towers, all that stuff. That's done. And your ability to score the ball as a guard is huge now. And not only score the ball, be a playmaker for everyone else on the team. It is huge, your size, your length. I'm telling you, more people were ecstatic that you could pick up 94 feet the whole game and bother the ball. Um, But I'll tell you, you know, for me, you had to learn how to play pick-and-roll defense. By the end of the year, you figured out, I'm fighting this. I'm getting over this. If he does beat me, I may tip from behind. I'm long enough to block a shot. You're going to find out in the league the most important thing you take here other than fight would be I can play pick and roll because that's all they're playing right now. There's no one going to run by you in that league. Now, hopefully, you're going to run by people in that league. But they're not going to just say, blah, 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 and here I go. They, they're, you're too fast. You're too long. But they're going to put you in a 1,000 pick and rolls. The last thing, because you've been a great student here, you know you got a lifetime scholarship. Yes, I've sir. told everybody yeah. that, you know, finish the term because now you can come back whenever <sighs> you need. And we don't like life has turns and different things that happen. um, Why is it going to be important at some point that you say, I want to finish this degree?
2: Um, Just because, I mean, you know, when it's time and, you know, I have kids, I don't want to be telling them, you know, go to college and get a degree if I don't have one myself. So rather if I'm 40, 45, I I still want to finish school. And I've always been a good student. So uh, I never, I never figured, you know, why not, you know, just, might as well finish school. I started. So
0: I love what you're saying about your kids because you're going to have kids and you're going to be They're, they're going to be in a nice house and you're going to say, No, no, this isn't your stuff. <laughs> and then you're going to say, You're going to go earn your own stuff. And they're, Well, what about I? whoa, whoa. I did all this and I went back to school to let you know how important this is for your life. This was, I had a ball coaching you, I had a ball challenging you. Um, I know where I want you to end up. Don't say one word, the impact, the kind of person you are. You could deal with that kind of situation. You could be a part of boop, beep, and all of a sudden. So now everybody's saying, who in the world is he talking about? (laughs) I'm not telling you. De'Aaron's not going to tell you. He saw it. I wrote it down. He can later come back and say, this is what he said. If it happens, I will do 10 backflips. You know, for your family... Who put their trust in me and our staff? Uh, to you, I just want to let you know I love you. I'm going to fight for you. I'm always going to be here for you. And uh, I think the Big Blue Nation looks at this and says, Wow. And they only got you for a short time. And so did I. When you told me you wanted to leave, you were going to put your name in, I said, Are you sure? Can't you stay for another couple of years? <laughs> and you laughed. But I knew your dreams and your aspirations and what you want to do and your heart. And my hope, and again, I want I, to throw some numbers at you, 70% of the players that get a scholarship here are drafted. Well, they're not all ready, and they just throw Really? 70% of those get a second contract, which means you're being prepared to go in that league and play and fight and battle and have enough of a basis that they put you in games and you can help teams win. You, my man, are going to have an unbelievable career, the way you are and how you treat people, I'm telling you, don't change. You keep doing what you're doing and have that big heart. It's gonna be, it's it's gonna be fun
2: for me to watch. Thank you for recruiting me. I remember the first time talking to you.
0: Yeah, you I were like, like kind of quasi, and I said, <laughs> if this kid don't want me to recruit him, I'm not recruiting him.
2: <laughs> but uh, I mean that, you know, I'm I'm extremely grateful for that. where did I call 20? you? I know where I called you. Where was, I
0: was it? I was still at Peace Gym. Peach Jam. Peace Jam. We yeah. were in Georgia. I remember. And I looked. I got off the phone. I go. Are you sure this kid wants me to recruit him? Because he didn't sound... (laughs) No, that's how he is. That's how he is. So anyway, I didn't Uh, mean to interrupt you. uh, Yeah,
2: no, I mean, uh, I'm extremely grateful for that. Uh, I mean, I'm extremely grateful for my family. And I want to say thank you to Big Blue Nation.
0: We're going to have some fun watching you. That is De'Aaron Fox, the General D. Fox. He doesn't like me to say it, so I'm going to say it again. (laughs) D. Fox, the General. (laughs) Well, I'm going to miss those two, both De'Aaron... And Malik, unbelievable competitors. I know I'm going to be watching the NBA smiling at their growth. I just saw Scowl and Willie and Julius and even Tyreek Evans from my past life. I will tell you that to see those guys' growth and learn to fight, when I saw Devin Booker and Tyler Ulis, they fought in Phoenix. They fought every possession. It's what they learn here. These two going into the league along with Isaiah and more than likely Bam. It's going to be fun to watch these guys. And I say Bam because he doesn't have an agent, but when teams get him in their house and they work him out and they really see this kid, they're going to say, what in the world? Scow right now, they're saying, is the number two player in that class. Think about that. Really proud. These two, you heard from them. They talked about their life. They're going to have great coolers.